Steve and Annie meet Batman, episode 9, How to Hatch a Dinosaur. Alright, we are back, and we're on episode 9, very close to episode 10. Yeah, d- double digits, yeah, that's that's quite a milestone. It really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you think about all the podcasts that are out there, I mean, right. there. How many, how many podcasts do you think there are? I mean, thousands, tens of thousands of podcasts. Tens of thousands. Right. And how many of them do you think hit double digits? Not, I mean, not many, really. I would exactly. Say, like, maybe, you know, at, at maximum, 10%. Yeah, there, there can't be no more than 10%. And most of the podcasts are something stupid, like, you know, like Johnny's Video Game Reviews. Like, oh, I'm, I, this past week I played Legend of Zelda. I actually love and that that's podcast. Like, that, and that's, like, the <laughs> only episode ever made. Um, I mean, we had a show like that. Steve and Annie meet Seinfeld. There I know, were what, that lasted two episodes. Two or three episodes. Yeah, two episodes. Um, so, uh, so I do think getting to number 10 is a big deal. It, it really, well, hold on, we're not on number 10 yet. We're almost Well, I mean, 10. we're almost not. I mean, I, I foresee us doing next week's show. So, yeah, I would say 95% of podcasts have no more than, than 10 episodes. But how many podcasts do you think put out nine quality episodes like Steve and Annie meet Batman? I would say at l- 80, 85% of the, of the shows probably do. That's, I mean, know, that's probably true. So When you when you do that many shows, uh, by the ninth episode, you're pretty good. Well, I, I, we're really not, I mean, we, we're running a pretty professional operation here. We, we, we had actually started this, and we got about maybe five minutes in, I realized I wasn't even recording it. We started actually into the show, the, the review of the episode. Yeah, this is how professional we are. Yeah, obviously, you can tell by listening. Totally. <laughs> so this week's episode, another Egghead episode, and I, I love Egghead, so... I do too, I love Egghead because I love Vincent Price. <laughs> Vincent Price, one of my favorite, one of my favorite actors. I love Vincent Price, so... We're gonna keep going with the Egghead puns. I believe we're on eight. We're not actually sure how many he said last yeah, week. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember how many we were up to last week. Um, I highly doubt anybody out there really does. I don't think so maybe anyone. like one, maybe one guy does, and he'll write and say we were at like six. Well, we we're, we're gonna go. Too many. <laughs> we're gonna go with eight. You can send your angry letters to us if you want. If we're wrong. Um, all right. So you want to get into this week's episode? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. So this week's episode is Season 3, Episode 9, How to Hatch a Dinosaur. I forgot the name, because this episode's so weird. It is really, it's very unusual. Is he hatching it? Well, we'll get into that later. Yeah. All I can tell you right now is that it's written by Stanford Sherman, directed by Oscar Rudolph, just like last week, and its uh, air date was November 9th, 1967. Awesome. And, and no special guest stars this week that I'm aware of. No, just Vincent Price and Ann Baxter again. So last week we leave Batman and Robin, and they're just weeping because Egghead had thrown these sort of poisonous chicken onion Onion, eggs. (laughs) And uh, they cause Batman and Robin to cry. Egghead and Olga just leave, and um, that that was the end of the episode. It was really weird. Yeah, it wasn't like like a cliffhanger episode at all. No, not really. Unless you consider crying a cliffhanger. I do sort of, though. So this this week's episode, we open in Gotham City. There's a Boy Scout helping an older woman cross traffic. They look like they were jaywalking, really. So he's really doing something illegal here. He should he should use a crosswalk. Was Batman? Did Batman and Robin show up? Uh, no, actually, um, they should have. Instead, there a huge parade of Cossacks go by, and they're just 
They like to just parade around Gotham. They do. <laughs> they're like they're like homosexuals. They love to parade. <laughs> the, um, eggheads following them on a donkey as usual. They're headed toward um, the Gotham City Radium Center, which is on Market Street. I love how Gotham City has their own Radium Center. I know. I think every city should have its own Radium Center, <laughs> especially the city is the size of Gotham. Really, it needs a Radium Center. Inside the center, Olga the Cossacks. Uh, they bust in, and uh, apparently the Radium Center is just a room, and it's got a few people in lab coats. Did you notice the blonde female scientist yeah. just appeared to be wearing a lab coat? <laughs> you think Did that's, you notice that? You think that's all she came to work in that day? Is that what you're, is that what you're saying? Maybe that's what the other scientists were hoping. I don't know. It's, <laughs> that's what it appeared, though. It, it looks like your stereotypical science lab. There are beakers and... Um, Probably some Bunsen burners in there, too. Olga tells the lady scientist, who I guess is the head scientist, she wants some hot stuff. Maybe that's why she wasn't wearing anything under the lab coat. You did say she was the head scientist, so... <laughs> the, sci- <laughs> the scientist has no idea what she's talking about. A Cossack, you know, they're very impatient. They don't have time to sit around explaining what hot stuff means. It's that hot Cossack blood. <laughs> he pulls out a sword. Uh, just wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> just then Egghead comes in. He, uh, apparently he smoothed things over uh, with Olga from last week. If you remember, Olga had a thing for Batman. There was going to be some weird, like, two-husband, menage a trois, Batman, Egghead. Bizarre. And actually, Batman was not Batman, but Egghead was up for it. Egghead was into it. Batman wasn't, but it looks like they're back together. They smooth things over. What do you think that's about with Egghead being into it? <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't even want to go there. You know, all that parading. <laughs> anyway, Egghead explains that hot stuff is the Cossack translation for radium. Okay. <laughs> What if that? What if that's true? Like in <laughs> Russia, since that's what the Cossacks are based on, they go around hot stuff, hot stuff, and it's radium. If we have any Russian listeners, which I highly doubt, or if we have anyone who even speaks Russian, let us know how do you say radium in Russian. Well, they want two pounds of the stuff, which is to me that's that's a lot of radium. I don't know. It seemed like a lot to me too. And here's number nine in the egghead pun count. He says, "Hand it over, or he'll let one of the Cossacks." experiment with his technique on the female scientist. What does that even mean? With no mean? pants. With no pants, by the way. I think he said, look, if you don't hand it over, I'm going to let this guy rape you, to be frank. Really. Perfectly blunt, yeah. That's what it sounds like. He had to add, add an um an egg pun in there. Egg so pun, yeah. There's no egg pun for rape, really. He needs to get his egg thesaurus out and try to look something up. He tried, but he, instead he said experiment, which we all know what he meant. Yeah. Uh, she goes to get the radium out of the vault. We cut to Gordon's office, and he gets a phone call. It's from the radium center. They're like, look, the radium's been stolen by the Cossacks. And it, you know what? I'm surprised that they don't get radium stolen all the time. You can just walk right in, some mild threatening, and you can get yourself two pounds of radium for free. It's very easy. It, it didn't seem very hard. And it was like, it, it was in like a vault. And all she had to do was like turn a doorknob and get in the vault. Yeah, the vault was basically a closet. They called it a vault, but it was just... Like a big closet. So the radium's been stolen. O'Hara's, he, he's like, why would anyone steal radium? He, he has no <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, when first when she called and they said the Cossacks did it, he said Cossacks again. So what is the commissioner of one of the largest cities 
in the world, I'm assuming Gotham. What 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 do you do when two pounds of radium has been stolen from your local radium center? Who do you call a scientist? Maybe alert the president or do some policing and try to find out what happened. Even call the FBI, the NSA. No, no, no. You call Batman and Robin, two people you don't even know who they are, and they. <laughs> why would he call them? This is like national security. I guess he wanted them. He wanted them to do the police work for him. <laughs> he goes, I need to call Batman and Robin to figure out why this was stolen. He's very lazy. We cut to the Batcave. Batman and Robin are messing around on the back computer. I'm assuming they're like watching YouTube videos of a cat. Doing something funny or sleeping. Maybe they're on Twitter. <laughs> they're, they're, they're looking at Spaghetti Cat. The back computer is freaking out. And Batman's explanation for this is somebody must be moving some radium around somewhere. It's messing up. Well, that's the, is that the only reason that the back computer can freak out? That is the amazing, the amazing bat intuition that both Batman <laughs> and Batgirl have. Something's not working. Must be, it must, someone's stealing radium. My, my father didn't show up. He must have been kidnapped by an opera singer. Robin says that that computer is none too frisky. I think he means that it won't let him look up porn. That's probably what he meant. So they're like, we gotta get this fixed. Just then they get a call on the bat phone. It's Gordon. He tells them there's been two pounds of radium stolen. What a coincidence, because the bat computer's messed up. Batman and Robin rush off to Gordon's office. Batman knows the market, the street market value. <laughs> Of radium off the top of his head. He goes, two pounds, that's only like $16,000. At Gordon's office, Gordon's worried that Egghead, you know, he's stolen some radium. And um, he's worried that they might be trying to build a bomb or something. Why would you call Batman and Robin if you're worried that they're going to be building a nuclear bomb? That's true. I never, I didn't think of that. Because he said, what if they're building a bomb? Oh, first off, like Batman, doesn't Batman like pretty much... Very quickly say that's not the case. They only stole two pounds. I mean, two pounds won't blow up anything. I think two pounds of radium is enough to do something bad, right? I mean... I would imagine at least a building. You could you could hurt people with that, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Batman's like all nonchalant about it. Yeah, Gordon's like, are they going to be building some kind of weapon? Batman's like, probably not. Um, you don't need to call the president or anything. I don't got this Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We cut to the library. Barbara Gordon is checking out this giant book about paleontology. This is the the days before the internet. Only Batman and Robin had a computer. So you couldn't just go on Wikipedia and look up something on paleontology. You had to get a giant, oversized, ridiculous-looking book. That no one else in the library but Barbara Gordon knew was there. And that's because she loves paleontology. Barbara says it's for a Professor Dactyl at the Museum of Natural History. Later at the museum... What kind of museum was this? The things in the museum? It's like one room, there's some skeletons. No one is there. It's the middle of the day. You would think a school There's a group... rubber suit in there. You would think a school group would be there. We have what appears to be some kind of crocodile man-alien thing. I'm not totally sure. It's a, uh, Neos... <laughs> it's a Neosaurus, but I don't know if it's a fossil or a model. I don't know. I want to so... look up Neosaurus on Wikipedia one day and just see what I find. I don't want to know what you would find, really. So, Barbara g gives the book to Professor Dactyl. She notices a giant fossilized egg, and it's a Neosaurus egg. Uh, Dactyl says it's very old, like 40 million years old. It's pretty rare. And uh, Barbara asks a really weird question. Aren't you worried that anyone's going to steal it? That's not the first question that you ask when you're interested in something. Like, if I go to a museum and I see something really cool, I just don't ask... 
the people you there. You think anyone's going to steal that? <laughs> a weird question, but anyway. Dactyl says, look, no one's going to want to steal this. It's worthless. It's just an old fossilized egg. It's a four, It's like a 40 million year old rare egg. Of course, it's not worth a dime. <laughs> that thing, do you know how much money that thing would be worth? Uh, he says, look, Barbara, let's go back to the back. I got some things to show you. I don't, I don't really... I don't want to know. I don't want to know what, what they did back there. He is Barbara's type. He's like 70 years old. So. <laughs> that is her type. Old man. So when they go in the back, Egghead and Ol- Olga pop out. This is number 10, I believe. Yeah. I'm really doing bad with this count. This is number 10. He says, we're going to steal the only existing Neosaurus egg <laughs> in the world. I bet he's been waiting to use that one for a while. Uh, yeah. Olga's like, what are we even going to do with this thing? The guy just said it's worthless. I mean, you can't just sell this egg on eBay. He's like, no, no, I got a plan for the egg. Don't worry about it. So they somehow take the egg. I don't know how they get it out, but they take it away. Yeah, you never see that. I mean, I was wondering the same thing while I was watching. How did they get it out? They just rolled it I out, guess I guess. they go past security. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. They're going to say we're taking the egg out for a cleaning. They're like, whatever, it's worth. Let's go ahead and take it. Later, in Gordon's office, Barbara's on the phone. She's reporting the theft of the eggs. I don't know why Professor Dactyl wouldn't report the theft. Gordon tells her about the radium. He tells her about an ongoing case, yeah. (laughs) He's like, don't go telling anyone I'm talking to you about this. Very unethical, Gordon. Gordon has no ethics. O'Hara, his job is to stand around and ask why people would steal things, because he's like, why would anyone want to steal this egg? Batman doesn't know. He's stumped. Batman's like, you know, I have no idea. Let's go use the back computer. So they rush off. But the back computer doesn't work because it can't go back to prehistoric times, is what Batman said. This is, you know, you have to keep in mind, this was in the 60s. They didn't have enough bits to go back. <laughs> what if computers actually worked like that? <laughs> they didn't have enough bits to calculate all that. It couldn't go back to prehistoric times. Not enough um, for him. So Batman's like, look, we just got to think about it. So they just stand around and think. Batman remembers there was a Professor Willis Grimes. He was in town for a conference a little bit ago. And he stayed at Wayne Manor. (laughs) Couldn't this guy get a hotel? I thought that was weird. Would you want to stay at Wayne Manor if you're a scientist and you're... Not really. I wouldn't either. Stately Wayne Manor? What do you think Batman... How do you think he paid for it? What do you mean? Would you think Wayne let some guy stay at the at Stately Wayne Manor for free? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You think so? Yeah, why <laughs> like not? Like you made him take it out and trade? Maybe not. <laughs> I I have no idea why Willis Grimes stayed at Wayne Manor, but he did, and Batman remembers, and it's very good because he remembers he wrote an article in the Southeastern Regional Journal of Applied Radiology, and I love that magazine, by the way. It's still... It's, it's a still, good one. It's a good one. So Batman... He phones Alfred, because Batman can't be bothered to walk upstairs to get this magazine himself. He phones Alfred, he's like, look, I know we got a copy of this magazine, I subscribe to it. I want the name of that article. While Alfred's looking, we cut to Barbara. At the same time, she remembers Willis Grimes. Because she loves paleontology. (laughs) And she's like, I think he wrote an article in the Southeastern Regional Journal of Applied Radiology. So she goes and asks the other librarian, do we have that? But the librarian says, no, 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 we we had to cancel our subscription because of budget cuts. And that was the first thing to go. 
Budget cuts. Do you realize Wayne is like the the main benefactor for the library? And he still subscribes we, to the magazine. And he's the cutting their budget. <laughs> he's got the money, obviously, and he's cutting the library's budget. He just wants more radiology journals for himself, I think. Obviously. So selfish. So the librarian says, I think Bruce Wayne probably has it. You should give him a call. She no one subscribes to more periodicals than Bruce Wayne. I like how it's known throughout the city that Bruce Wayne has more magazine subscriptions than anyone. <laughs> so she calls up Alfred, and um, we get this cool scene where Alfred's on the phone with Barbara and Bruce at the same time, because they both want the same article. And it's 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 kind of funny, I guess, because Alfred knows who they both really are. The article is basically about using radiation to hatch eggs to bring fossilized eggs back to life pretty ahead of its time for the 60s really because we saw this saw this sort of again in jurassic park and i'm pretty sure this is where they got the idea probably i would say that's where michael Crichton got the idea was from this uh, egghead episode of batman batman's like that's it eggheads planning on revitalizing the egg and hatching it here this might be number 11 and i think we should just go ahead and count it because Robin says, is that even is that even possible? And Batman's like, exactly. I'm not sure if <laughs> Batman did it on purpose, but I'm going to go ahead and count that as number 11. Might as well. Later, in Egghead's hideout, they've got the egg. He's planning on using the radiation machine to hatch the egg. Very scientific. Um, Egghead's very scientific because yeah, he, he had to build this machine somehow. Well, before that, he, he was able to make uh, the onion eggs. That's true. He is a real scientist. He's a real renaissance man, but only when it comes to egg-related things. Yeah. Because he's sort of a poet, really an artist, a scientist. He is a poet because of all the puns. Yeah, that's what I mean. But only egg He's a wordsmith, yeah. (laughs) So he's planning on using this radiation machine to hatch the egg. He plans on taking over the city with it. That's kind of aiming low. If you have a dinosaur, don't you think you could do more than take over a city? What would be the point of taking over the city with a dinosaur anyway? Well, here's here here's why he wanted to do it. He said they'd be able to get enough money to have a really nice wedding. This is all his whole motivation is this. He's really in love with Olga, I think, because he's willing to even marry her with Batman as basically That's shared, true. A you know, a lot of the, a lot of the season has to do with marriage. The penguin and Barbara episode. That's true. I don't I wonder what that has to say about Batman and his aversion to getting married. <laughs> I don't know. Meanwhile, in the Batcave, Batman and Robin have the Bat-Geiger counter hooked up to the Batmobile, and they're planning on tracking the radiation. I thought this was really funny because um, Robin's like, why didn't we think of this before? And Batman's like, I don't know, you know, it happens. Because <laughs> in the show it had been five minutes long, that's why. <laughs> so they're planning on using the Bat-Geiger counter to find the radioactive source which would be egghead because he has all this radium i guess batgirl has the same exact idea because she's hooked up a batgirl geiger counter she can't call it the bat geiger counter because batman has that do you think he's got that patented like sure only he, he can put bat in front of things so she has to put batgirl on everything i'm sure he does like it's not the bat cycle it's the batgirl cycle i i have no doubt that he has patented that you cannot the name batgirl cave <laughs> So she races off, and later she bumps in to Batman and Robin outside of the warehouse where Egghead is. And they sort of have this conversation. Batman's like, oh, what are you doing here? I see you had the same idea to put a Geiger counter on your vehicle. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the radiation's coming from that warehouse over there. And I like Robin at this point says something like, oh, yeah, 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 we found that too. 
Which made me think that they, Batman and Robin had no idea where it was, and they were just driving around. Eventually, they got lucky and bumped into Batgirl. And that just, could be, that could be true. That could be true. Wouldn't surprise me. Inside the warehouse, Egghead and Olga are blasting the egg with radiation. It's very unsafe because they're just standing behind this like piece of cardboard. Most of the Cossacks aren't even behind anything. <laughs> they're all gonna die a horrible yeah, death. Yeah, they're Cossacks. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Batgirl and Robin show up. Without Batman, they get into a fight with the Cossacks, kicking them in the face, throwing stuffed bears around. It's, it's pretty rowdy. Pretty <laughs> it is rowdy. They're moving some things. They get captured, and Barbara's really pissed that they're captured. She's like, what a dirty trick Egg had to capture us. But, you know, he's first of all, what do you expect? He's a supervillain. He Second, does say he has the patent on slimy tricks, though. <laughs> He's really oh, just... That was true. He went down to the patent office and patented slimy tricks. That would be a slimy trick to do, too. That's that would, the because then he could sue all of the other supervillains for their slimy tricks. Olga's like, where is Batman? Why isn't he here? And Egghead's like, look, number 12, <laughs> Batman is a coward in the egg, egg stream, which I don't know where he's getting that from. Batman's not a coward at all. I don't know. He didn't show up to the fight. And Bat, Bat, Robin and Batgirl had no clue about Batman's plan, obviously. That's, that's true. What were they thinking? <laughs> They're probably like, where is he? He said he'd be right behind us. Egghead is like, look, you you guys are about to witness history here. I'm about to hatch this 40-million-year-old mi egg. He fires the machine back up, blasts the egg with radiation, and it actually starts to hatch. We... It starts to crack, Egghead goes up, he's very excited. I mean, this is a really a amazing moment in human history. We were he's able calling to... himself Daddy, for one thing. <laughs> out comes a Neosaurus, and it looks absolutely ridiculous. It looks like, I don't even know how to describe it, like a, a monster, like, with a... An alligator yeah. man with a mohawk? <laughs> and its mouth isn't moving, and it's making these really weird sounds... It's moving sort of like a robot. It's all very strange. I don't know why anyone in there believes this thing is actually a dinosaur, but they do. It's like six foot tall. It's like a six foot tall dinosaur. <laughs> Neosaurus is pissed because, I mean, I would be pissed if I was just hanging out in an egg for 40 million years and someone starts blasting me with radiation. He's pissed. He starts to turn on Egghead and Olga Egghead's freaking out. He's like, I don't want to have to deal with this. He rushes out and straight into a waiting police van, where we actually see, like, five members of the Gotham Police Force. Yeah, but it could have been just actors dressed up. <laughs> it's the entire squad out there, I think. So Robin and Batgirl are left inside the warehouse, and they have to deal with the Neosaurus. The Neosaurus is sort of coming at them. They're a little scared. They think they're willing to fight it, though. Just then, the Neosaurus takes off its mask, and it's Batman. And he leaves full Batman suit, including mask, underneath. He's wearing, like, his Batman suit, which has to be kind of hot, with this other suit. And he says he coated the suit in lead in order to protect himself from the radiation. Batman, this is a stupid idea, really. And, yeah, how did he get inside the egg? Um... Yeah, how was he able to do all this in such a quick time? I mean, what they were outside and they were inside. He had no time to do this. First of all, he got inside, he got inside the egg without anyone noticing, and in the process, he just destroyed 
one of the only fossilized Neosaurus eggs in the world. It's 40 million years old. He's destroyed it. They never even mentioned, doesn't he have to pay for that? I'm He's Bruce Wayne, he can afford it. I mean, it's worth nothing anyway, according to everybody in the city. That's the end. Egghead and Olga have been caught. Later, we cut to Barbara's apartment. So it's her birthday. She's having tea with Bruce, Dick, Chief O'Hara, and her dad. They're all just sitting around eating cake. Really kind of sad she has no friends. But she gets a call, and it's her young younger friend, uh, Parker. He's down at the beach, hanging out, catching some wild comers. I don't even want to know. What that means. <laughs> it's either like a drug or sex reference, I'm sure. He's, he's, he's catching some waves. Everyone's having wild comers right in public. <laughs> and uh, he's like, why don't you come on down? And Barbara's like, sure, I don't have to work till noon. It's her birthday. That's so sad. She's got to work at noon. We cut back to the beach, and the Joker pulls up. And uh, he, he says his plan is to become king of the surf at Gotham City Beach. And that's the end of this episode. Is that a crime? Is that a crime, really? It should be, really. Because only Batman can be king of the surf. Next week's episode is amazing, I just want to say. Did you already watch it? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's really good. This episode, overall, pretty good. Very weird. Yeah, very weird. The plan is so stupid. And his... What's... I... And all he wanted to do was get married. He couldn't have found a better way of doing it. He, no. I mean, he wanted... He, okay, he was going to hatch this egg and have a dinosaur for money. Well, two pounds of radium is $16,000. And that was couldn't a lot stole, back then. Couldn't he have stole, like, ten pounds? <laughs> couldn't he have just stolen some money from the bank the old-fashioned way? I mean, that's much easier. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Instead, he got egg <clears throat> on his face. <laughs> Alright, so this week we have a special um, uh, iTunes review. It's, it's actually an iTunes review. So we were bored and we were just sort of checking out the other iTunes stores. And we went to the UK iTunes store. And we have two reviews at the UK iTunes store. We, people in Britain love us. So we realized we have this huge British fan base. We've been getting spam from Britain. So I'm thinking we we probably have thousands of fans in the UK. Exactly, I know. So we should do they something. They probably love us. We're probably on we're probably on like BBC two and on you know BBC Radio two in, in England. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all. We people in England absolutely love us. All over the UK. <clears throat> we're very popular. <clears throat> so we thought we'd read this letter and um it's from some guy, um, I don't know his real name, but um, he's, he's, from, he's from the UK and he's British, so it, just imagine, Andy's going to read it, but just imagine it's in a British accent, I guess. Yeah, just imagine that instead of me, it's John Cleese reading this, okay? Okay, so here we go. I haven't watched Batman since I was five, and usually get bored with nostalgia programs around kids' TV, but this is strangely engaging. I stumbled upon this podcast when it focused on Seinfeld and have been listening since. This is what podcasting is all about. A couple of blokes chewing the fat. It's not challenging or particularly interesting, but pleasant, comfortable, easy listening, and fairly amusing. I really enjoy this, 
Keep up the good work, gentlemen. Thank you, Guy from Britain, for writing that letter, um, or writing that review. A little bit of backhanded compliments there, like when he said... It's not interesting? It's not really interesting or challenging, but it's pretty easy well, to Well, it's definitely it. not challenging. Come on. <laughs> and, I, and you know what? I agree, totally. I don't think we're interesting at all. But thank you. Tell your friends, Guy from Britain. It sounds like the show is, 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 isn't is interesting, and it, it's not thought-provoking. He basically listens to it when he's incredibly bored. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people who listen to the show only listen to it when they have absolutely nothing else to do or to listen to. Yeah, he's like, I could either eat, I'm so bored right now, I could either just eat food just out of boredom, or listen to Steve and Andy meet Batman. <laughs> and he probably does a little bit of both at the same time, I no doubt Probably. Probably. So thank you for the nice review. We really do appreciate it. I want more international. I know, this should be a segment we should just... Because, really, I mean, we're popular in in America. I can't even say that with a straight face. (laughs) But we're we're pretty... We're we're a big deal in North America. That's true. But Canada... Globally, globally. Globally, we're starting to catch on. I sort of want to tap China, really the world's biggest market, for podcasts about Batman and Adam West. Does he even know Batman in China yet? I mean, we could be the introduction of Batman to China. <laughs> I think for millions of people in China, their only access to, to, to Batman and to Adam West is through us. us. Really, we're spreading democracy throughout the world. DC and Warner Brothers should thank us. Because we, ent- we are opening a new market for them. One that they never even thought about. Humankind should thank us. Exactly. I also want to thank my friend Adam. He, he hosts a radio show. And they have some extra time slots at, at their college radio station. And he's going to help us get onto one of those time slots. So pretty soon, Steve and Andy will be on the airwaves. Polluting the airwaves. <laughs> we'll get banned or fined or something. I, From I really the FCC, have no yeah. So... Yeah, check us out. Um, there's nothing... We don't have a Too definite, much Adam West content. <laughs> we don't have a definite time yet, but uh, as soon as we do... I guess it's really pointless to even mention it on here, because unless you want to listen to us again... <laughs> you never know. But thank, thank you, Adam, for um, helping us out with that. We really appreciate it. So send us emails, um, stevenandy at gmail.com. You could tell us what you think about the show. You could just share your feelings, you know, if you, if you really have something you want to get off your off your chest, share it with us. Tell us your favorite fast food meal. Yeah, just, you know, anything really. We don't care. We will read it on air, obviously. We, yeah, it doesn't matter to us. We don't want to have to start reading spam on air. Send us some emails, please. Or we will start reading spam. We spam. have a lot. <laughs> this is what I would like for our listeners to do. Okay. Top Top five favorite Batman villains. It didn't even have to be on the TV show. If you're a big Clayface fan, he was never on the show. Just something. Something interesting and Batman related. So send us emails. Write us reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate everyone who's written a review. And check out our blog at stevenandy.blogspot.com. And tell your friends. Really spread the word. We are going to be global. I mean, there's no doubt. We are what it's all about good show and um i'll talk to you next week yeah see you later steve see ya winter winds